on this episode of Don't Evolve Me. Donald's going to give his best Babu Frank impression. I have spoken. What? I can't do that. <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> I can't do it. I can't do that you one. You can't do it? I can't do that one. Bad baby. Nope, I ain't got it. Bad I got a lot baby. Of... Don't squeeze bad baby. Mine's horrible. I thought you'd I have it down. Bad baby. Bad baby. <laughs> I can't do that one. I can do a lot of expressions, just not that one. I don't know why. I All can't right. even think of how it goes in my mind. Give me your Mando. This is the way. No, that's pretty terrible. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> now I can't do any of them. You destroyed me. <laughs> it's game over. We have ruined him. Kill <laughs> the music. Welcome to Don't Evolve Me, the place like Ash Ketchum's Pikachu. We don't evolve, we just level up. It's also the place where uh, Donald gives bad Babu Frink impressions. Uh, that's very true. I think that was, that was Mine, a horrible impression. <laughs> mine's also probably not better. I didn't test it out beforehand. I mean, they had to have a special someone do that arc. Cause <laughs> that's fair. destroyed not... me after that happened. <laughs> you were distraught. Like, yeah, ah. I, I couldn't do any impression after that. It was game over. <laughs> Give me your best uh, Grogu impression. Which which part? <laughs> the part that you were just doing before yeah. we hit record. Oh. Yes. 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 No. No. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> it happened. He's he finally in a, a mech suit. Of yeah, sorts. you can talk. It's fantastic. It was the greatest first conversation I've ever had with anybody ever. Yes. It's exactly <laughs> how you want it to go, right? Yes. You're like, yes. You ask your kids just... something like, please, what do you want? No. No. Yes, you're like yes. What's uh What's really great about that is like the is so I work with like kids for like the last five six years, and one of the big things, like with the kids I work with, a lot of times they don't really have a way to communicate their needs, and my job at the time is building those skills to communicate. So that's the first thing I thought of uh, with Grogu. I'm like, hey, this is the first time he's actually effectively able to communicate his needs and desires. Yep, and I'm like. This, this man, this little, this little dude, he's a character now. Yeah, he is. He's able to like put his own will, and he's not just like a tag along character. He's not like a sidekick. He's his own person. He's able to influence decision making. I love it. It's great. But a side note, that was awesome. I'm just saying. Was... I will. I will say. Um, speaking of uh, bad babies, bad baby, no bad. squeeze, bad baby. Bad baby. I don't know if I'm bad doing a good job. Please tell me if I'm baby. doing a bad job. I'm being horrible. Horrible. <laughs> if I'm doing horrible and you want me to stop, please let me know on my yes. uh, social media pages. Yes. Uh, we have yes. at Don't Evolve Me at Facebook, Twitter. You can email us at uh, Don't Evolve Me at gmail.com. Ooh, email them. Instagram. Yeah, let us know how bad my Babu Frank impression is. Bad baby. Yeah, speaking of bad baby. Um, with my own daughter, Maven, I keep thinking, like, watching Mandalorian and then watching her kind of just develop. Because she's around that, like, uh, seventh month age. Yeah. To the point where she's now mobile. She's crawling around. She's figuring out how things work. And she's figuring it out super quick. And I, like, I love it. Sketching out a little bit. You're like, what you She knows how to next? turn on my PlayStation, take out the disc, and play with the disc. Oh, good for her. 
<laughs> like I'm. She's gonna be her. a gamer. I'm proud of her, but I'm also like, I can't. Don't leave. touch that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What can you cannot touch? Or, you don't want to be the person that says no all the time. No to that. No. 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 Encouragement. No. Good. Or um, before you got over, she was uh, crawling around, and I noticed like um, Scott's basketball hoop. It keeps moving around. I'm like, okay, you know, kids were moving. Realize that she's crawling around. She learned. She knows how to move things out of the way so she can get through. Nice. Like we have a gate up, and I literally watched her yesterday just like move the gate so she can get to my switch and she's try like, to pull it down. This thing is in my way. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like watching Mandalorian with uh, him in the mech suit grabbing all the fruit, and I'm like, man, that's, that's Maven at this point. Those two are like the same. Grogu and Maven are like. Yeah, right. It really is. Huh? It's pretty good. All right, a little uh, parenting side story there. So I can tell you a parenting side story of my own. Yeah? I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. Like, That's it, folks. That's my parenting side story. Real quick, short, and simple. Woo! All right, let's get into it. I don't have any socks. Do you have any nerdy socks? You yeah, do. Dude. You got Grogu on. Dude, I got Grogu on my socks, of course, because we're speaking, talking about the Mandalorian again. So I got uh, another pair of Grogu socks. Nice. These one aren't as detailed as the other one was, because this one's like more penciled Grogu. But, okay. you know, it's still cute. You Man, know. it's all about what's on the socks. Protect, snack, and attack. Protect, snack, and attack? That's what it says. <laughs> protect the frog. Protect the cookies and attack with force. Protect, snack, and attack. All right. Well, I put a lot of Pop Funkos on the table here. Yeah, I did. How many did I put on? Eight? I got eight on. Four, six, there eight. is a reason for all eight of them. There's a lot of information. That's why. There There's is. like information overload. And all they're right. like, you just need a longer episode than 46 minutes. would be sweet. <laughs> so the first one is M'Baku. Uh, it has nothing M'Baku. to do with Star Wars. I just bought it recently. It was on clearance for $3. And M'Baku is probably like my favorite character in the new... Wakanda, Wakanda Forever movie. He stole literally every scene. Great character. Yeah, he did. That's Great. why he's going to be the next uh, Black Panther. That's why. He's not. Yeah. No, he's going to be the next ruler. I'm pretty sure that's how they ended that movie. Yeah, basically. Gotta yeah. rewatch that movie. It's been a while. Oh, well, literally since it's been in theaters. Yeah, exactly. Well, it looks good. Anyway. All right, so let's move on. Bold strategy, Cotton. All right, we got we got uh we got Grogu. <laughs> Grogu, of course. Sipping his my favorite super tea. One of the two. We got. Ooh, who do I want to start out with first? Fennec Shan. There, Fennec. I, there's a chance that Boba Fett shows up next episode. There's a chance to save Din. I'd say... I'll allow it. 20% chance? Nah, I think it's pretty low, but I'll allow it. 10%? 10%. 10% seems right. So Fennec Shan, I'm like, oh, okay, let's put her on her. Seems Carl Lanth. Everybody gets together to save him. That'd be sweet. Let's do... Uh, what's the next one? Everybody comes to save Din. Snoke? Nope. We got Snoke. Snoke? Ah, clones. Clones? Yeah, we're talking. A lot of clone talk. Clones in that. Is it Moff Gideon? Did he clone himself? It's a question. Good question. It's a question. We'll get to it later. All right. With Snoke, we got First Order. I mean, it makes sense. It, it makes seems sense. like they're... Uh, they seem they should be connected somewhat in line. Uh, I would, yeah. Well, the next one I have is the Praetorian Guard from Last Jedi. Yeah. Who is part of the First Order. Who, well, I call uh, them the Red Coats, though, because it's kind of fun to... Red Coats. You know, British, you know, yeah. mystic or oracle stuff. It's it's fun. They showed up. They showed up this episode. No, I they don't did. think... It, I didn't call it. I've been calling a lot of things in Mandalorian. I did not, I did not see that coming. I did not as well. That was cool. I was like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. I got <gasps> Darth Vader. Darth Vader. 
the only reason basically Darth Vader was just the the uh, new outfit for our villain. Looks very, a lot Darth Vadery. Very Darth Vader, right? In the last one, which we're not gonna, I'm not, we're gonna, I'm gonna hold on to who I have. Darth Maul here. I've I've Holy. had him on. I've had him on already for several reasons, but Darth. I particularly put him on here for one reason. Yeah, I think I think I might know where you're going with that. But let's you, get to it. All right. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Maybe I do. All Next right, time. So show me your wares. All right, Donald. What are you nerding on? On what am I nerding out on? I need like a segment thing for this, or like a- I guess you know, just just picking nerding out on stuff. I mean, I don't. Other than my, I'm still trying to finish up Chuck here in that series, but uh, I mean, Overwatch came with a new character, a new healer. Mm-hmm. Who it, he? Uh, he. I know he played Overwatch. He's kind of, kind of garbage, but. Hmm. He's got some cool effects. He's got a good attack-ish. They're still going strong. He's more of like a healer that has to stay in the background. And he saves people from getting hurt. And I, I wanted a healer that did a little more damage besides just Zen. But whatever. It's nice. fine. It's fine. It's cool. But that's what I'm running out on. Just a couple of TV shows. The normal ones I'm trying to catch up on. I still need to watch Lord of the Rings. And I'm very disappointed in myself. But I'll get there one day. So I got to watch Lord of the Rings? Yeah. The one on Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Rings of Power. Rings of Power. I watched the first three episodes. Hasn't seen it. I barely remember what's happening. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. I'm debating whether or not I want to get back into it since I still have a little bit of time left. That's what I've been debating. Same thing. Do I get back into it or do I let it go? Maybe I'll let it go now. I don't know. Good All question. Right. I got four things. Four things? I'm going to start with... Okay, you already saw what I was already working on. Minecraft. Minecraft, yeah. I was making a railway to my evil castle. Very much Bowser inspired. I didn't show it to you yet. Yeah, someone went a little ham on Minecraft. The last 10 months. Yeah. Bought in July, pretty much in plain sense. Holy biscuits. All right, what did, what did you see in my, in my world? What did I see in your world? Yeah, I'm going to have to do like a YouTube video, like a whole channel of like... <laughs> you probably should. It's huge. It's got a giant railway system that's underneath the entire world that goes every place and everything you ever wanted to see. Yep. There's houses of everything everywhere. There's an ocean dock station. There's little hobbit homes. There's a giant castle. But my favorite part, the Coliseum with the glass roof. Mm, gladiator. Yeah. That's cool. With the dungeon in it, yeah. That home's really cool. Some cool houses. Yeah, it's really, really neat. neat. I should. I wish I, effort. Sh- I wish I showed you the castle. I'm still working on it. That one took like a weekend to make. Just the. That's called patience, because you know what I have? Not that. <laughs> it's, one <of> the, <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, when I make the railroad, it's just like it's calming for like the ADHD mind. I don't know why. Like Sapphire couldn't do it at all. Like I just like get in that like train of thought and I just go and I'll. Be at it for like two or three hours. I used to do this on Survivor, by the yeah. way. No, I'm, that took yeah, weeks. That. Yeah, F that, I'm out. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do this creatively because it takes like it takes more, um, like an hour rather than weeks to do it. All right, did God of War? Did my God of War episode? So I've been playing the first God of War. Ooh, very first one. Very first one. Going back. PlayStation Three Collection Edition. So I was playing okay. on PlayStation Three. This is pretty good. It's one of those games where, like, the the downside is actually the hack and slash part of it, like the fighting part of it, because it seems always it seems the story to, is so good. The story is pretty good. I mean, the newer games are like the story is like amazing, whereas in these games, like the story is good for the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, you tell a pretty good story for the time, and that was the whole point of the game. Was like, I felt like you just worked your way through the hack and slash sections of it until you got to the story, and that's where you're like. Yes, that and the platforming. Yeah, the more and more give me more kind of style. 
So you work through the hack and slash to get to get more. Yeah, yeah. All right. God of War is good. I like God of War. Um, started my Harry Potter marathon for a state of review for Harry Potter that I'll do eventually this summer. Yep. I uh, you would hate be watching this. You'd hate watching it with me. You question everything about it. Everything. <laughs> how does how this do, work? How, how does, does the magic fl- work? how does the flight work? But like, no, the magic. I'm like, what spell? Magic is this? just comes out of a wand. What? Whack. <laughs> well, I'm not even questioning that. I'm just like, like magical things will just happen. I'm like, what? Um, what spell is this? Who's doing this? Like, you know, like. What? Of course, it's magic. Like uh, the first movie where the, the mail, just all the mail comes in. I'm like, how do they know he didn't get this mail? That was my first question. I was like, how do they know that, like... They're monitoring him, and he didn't respond. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's man. The, he knows the family got dropped off. With my More questions, why they drop him off at the crazy family? But man, what if the family was well, like, all right, family, we, we're sick of you, Harry. Get the, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but I know, but I mean, like, you know, we're sick of you. Like, the very first year, we're sick of you. Get out of here. Get out of the get out of the house. Like, they were like, okay, you're, we're sending you off. But then, like, how would they know that they accepted or declined? Obviously, you think they're monitoring him, and they notice. Like, well, there's a monitorization. It's not like you know. They, 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 I mean, they dropped him off. They knew what kind of family dropped him off. They dropped him off with his family. Man, you think way too deep into this. <laughs> this is a world building movie. This was supposed to be nothing more than that. This whole movie, the whole the whole first movie, just getting into is just like, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow. And exactly. as a kid, it's like it's exactly phenomenal. where it needed to be. You but as an adult wow, wow. who's in a little of that critical overthinking mind of. It's just like, oh man, there's. Um, the first movie wasn't. I don't understand. The first how movie any of this was. Works. This is what the world is, and you're like, makes sense. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, we, we'd argue. We're gonna argue so much when it comes to review of that. I mean, Although I think they could have done better, but uh, yeah, it's still hind- pretty good overall. I, think, we, I watched the first two Whatever. movies. In hindsight, those first two movies, uh, whenever they get to the TV show, and like, I, I will be excited for how the how they do the TV show. So I feel like it's one of those stories that like the TV format's probably a lot better. Yeah, this should have been more of like a TV seven season format. But I mean, hey, for a, a kid where Harry Potter just blew up and then this movie's come well, out. Harry like, Potter was during the time. It was pretty epic. Yeah. All right. Uh, last thing I'm nerding out on. I really want to review the show, but the person that I, I was going to review it with has not messaged me back. What's the show? Barry. What? Okay. Bill Hader. The actor huh? uh, has a show on HBO called Barry. It's Ooh. about a hitman who fi- uh, his in the first episode his first his hit is an actor in an acting class, and the guy is so enamored. And Bill Hader plays uh, Barry. He's and he's the producer creator. And this last season uh, that just came out uh, yesterday, he's directing all the episodes. So it's very much it's his show. So he's an actor, or he's a hitman, goes, take a hit in the first, or the actor, becomes enamored with this acting class, and decides that he's going to be an actor and a hitman. And it's one of those dark comedy where it's very intense with the plot and the storytelling, but also like in those moments where it's super dark and there's also like jokes and it's... It's great. Gotcha. It's a five. Interesting. We'll have to see. So, Put it on the docket. Uh, just I watched the first three seasons this last week. <laughs> uh, eight episodes each, about 30 minutes. Very quick, easy. Um, very quick, easy watch. Okay. And then the last two, they released the first two episodes of season four. 
there's only eight episodes and it was amazing it was great it's the where it is now it's just it's one of those shows where it has such a quirky premise but it's just so honest with its characters and it tells a story in a very like fresh way so i really want to talk about it more but we gotta move on because we're talking mandalorian talking the mandalorian but i got three news things real quick that i want to bring up to you it's you it's related to you uh the last one star wars related uh the first one is harry potter is making a quidditch game yeah very interesting i don't know about that but you know a video game like yeah yeah so apparently they're releasing a I mean, first playthrough this week to kind of just test it. They test play- out the playthrough, yeah. yeah. Which sounds fun-ish, I guess. Depends how it comes. I mean, I haven't played The Wizarding World either, though, which I probably should. Could you just should. imagine like a Madden-like Quidditch game? It'd be kind of fun. It'd be a cool concept. It's would- like a 3D Madden, basically, is what I look yeah, at. It. It'd be a cool Quidditch. concept. Yeah. I, I have no idea if this is what this is going to be. I'm assuming it's going to be more arcade style. I haven't played too much video games. I don't play too much video games coming in the warm weather, so it's... Yeah, uh, yeah just bit, being old, too. Yeah. It's kind of off, off its time. It would have been cool if it came back in, like, 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, well, I'll allow it. Right. I'll allow any cool new game thing that could be a different style. Next one. There's a rumor that Jonathan Majors might be replaced. Yeah. What the heck is that? I have no idea. Oh, well, because that one little thing that came out? And like, it all depends on how the court case in May is being handled. Right now, it yeah. seems like the proof uh, shows that he's innocent and that he's. Yeah. it was more of a misunderstanding. He got arrested just because that's the rules of New York, but we'll see. Yeah, it sounds like a misunderstanding, but they're talking about replacing him, which, you know, it's cancel culture world. You know, you get something like that in sort of public, because that, that's yeah, it. Especially it's over, game over. Yeah, especially with Disney, you know. Anything I feel like, like if you replace him, it's um, that it's just yeah, just yeah, he's, he's the thing that you got going great for you right now. Why would you ever do? Yeah, that? he's like the one person you don't want to replace. Yeah, right now that's the one person you definitely should hold on to and try to be congruent with. But I mean, if what happened, unless yeah, the court case seems like it is going sideways. But it doesn't it, point to that. But if it does, all right, I guess I understand why you got to replace something. Makes sense. All right. Last one. So we're what talking about Acolyte, the Acolyte, Star Wars Acolyte. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a little bit more information. Apparently, it's I think it's set uh, before the prequels, and it's going to put the Jedi in bad light. That's all the information I got. There's probably more, but this is what I've seen. Good, 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 good. I don't mind that at all. <laughs> I'm like, I like it. It's I think they should be. They weren't really the. I mean, if you look back at any of the movies, the Jedi doesn't. It's it's weird that they're looked at always the great. Is the people. Jedi not a cult? The Jedi is totally a cult. I dude. mean, they literally go around the galaxy finding Force beings, and then they kidnap them from the homes and basically say, "Hey, you, you can't have a family. You can't have anything. You got to go to this. Yeah, it's weird. A little bit weird. A little it's bit weird. Like." Okay, just so you don't, you know, you can't. That's why I like the Mandalorian Creed a little bit better. They take orphans that are like only an orphan, come join our family. We're a little bit strict in our code, but Mm -hmm. it's better than a Jedi. It seemed kind of weird, like yeah, yeah, you can't marry, can't do any of this stuff. You gotta be swore to this. Like you give up everything to be a Jedi. That's doesn't seem as fun. I don't know if I want to be a Jedi. Honestly, yeah, I I wouldn't choose to be a Jedi. I'd be like an Anakin. Like no, I want my family. I want my. I want. I want love. I want that. Why would you take that away from people? It's kind of a dick move. Makes Anakin's choice a little bit more understandable. That's why I don't like. I mean, until he kills a bunch of kids. Yeah, that 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 was just a weird. <laughs> yeah, that was just poor writing. That was just poor writing. <laughs> Let's all admit that that was horrible writing. 
Is it poor writing? Well, well the lead up to it. The lead up to it is pretty poor. I don't want to say like him killing kids was poor writing. Maybe the fact that like he was very likable and there was no like trans seemingly like no, transition. I'm just going to kill everything. No one's going to question just because of the love of my life. Okay. Yeah, it was a little bit far-fetched, all right? Like, you turning to the dark side and joining Palpatine makes sense, right? Understandable. Be like, I'm okay with killing kids right off the rip. (laughs) (laughs) Questionable at best. You think there'd be a little bit, like, okay, you're straight up. But I do agree with the movie. Like, if you started, like, there was a scene where he's, like, murdering other Jedi, and then, like, you show, like, him, like, trying to grip the fact that he's murdering his brother, like, his brethren, and he's murdering other Jedi, and like you show that emotion, that would have been great. Yeah, the prequel series should have been a freaking phenomenal when it comes to like acting and writing. Like the setup of Anakin turning could have been done so well. We almost had Leonardo DiCaprio being Anakin. That'd have been sweet. Yeah, but I don't think he would have really done anything with it because George Lucas was writing it. Yeah, I a lot of people praise George Lucas, but I'm not gonna. I think his writing style is a little weak. I mean, don't hate me in the comics. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, George. Lucas, I just blew up your podcast. Short, I was like, get the fuck out of this podcast right now. Donald thinks George Lucas is a bad writer. Actually, here's here's what I want to say. George Lucas is a great writer when it comes to lore building. Like lore the, building, yeah, exactly. Yeah, when it comes to like Star Wars, the, like the lore of it, great, amazing. Like we're talking about Star Wars forty years afterwards. Yeah. Uh, you are almost at 50, aren't we? Yeah, we're at 50. 50. We're getting the 50. We're almost we? at 50, yeah. Yeah, we're getting the 50 years of Star Wars. Like, big props to him. Him writing his own movies during the prequel, awful. His like, own his, story? Yeah, his script him writing. Him a story and script line together, not so sort of about great. world build. He can build a world. Yeah. All I right. agree. Should we get into it? Let's do it. We're talking this, the spies, right? The, the spies. spies. Now... I'm going to highlight this fact. The spies. You're going where everybody else is going on there, aren't you? Yeah, I didn't jump on it right away. Like, I noticed the title, like, oh, spies. And then I counted one. And I'm like, wait, did we miss something here? Are they being this obvious about it? I don't know if they are not. All right. It's a good question. I think that theory is a little far-fetched. but you th- Oh, no, I, I'm going all in on it. You're going all in. You think so? We're, we'll talk about it. We'll get into it. Oh, man. All right. Mm, so we start with the episode. Coruscant looks great. Didn't even look like Coruscant. I'm pretty sure this is Coruscant, the opening of the episode, right? The very, very early opening, yeah. Yeah, the very first opening. We're just starting right into it. I have... About, talk about the spy lady. Yep, yep, yeah, this Coruscant. Yeah, I got two pages of notes here. Oh, boy. This guy's going ham. <laughs> Actually, my first watch through, I didn't, I didn't take notes. Was, I did yeah, you got different. experience, right? You got it. And then the second experience watch in the second one, I did notes. I didn't watch it a third time because I'm like, I don't want to hate it. I wanted to do it this morning, but you want to hate it? I didn't want to hate it. I looked at my notes. I'm like, okay, I remember enough that I can talk about. How it. How would you hate it? Last time, because last time I did three, I was very critical of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, just watch it. Well, that's three times in like a week. It's a little almost too much. That's like overstimulation. Then you start. Then you start to find the things you hate. All right, so Coruscant. Looks great. It's very uh, colorful. Um, someone else made this comparison. It looks like Blade Runner a little bit, and I don't hate it. I'm like, uh, yeah, I mean, makes sense. Music was fire. We got the the spies, and we got we see one our fir- very first spy. I forget what her name is. Why? What is her name? Yeah, you see, you forgot her. Name I know. Too. I know the doctor, Pen Pershing. Yep, Pen Pershing. She killed. Uh, Elia. Okay. Elia. Yeah. 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 I knew something like that. 
right. And then Imperial Droid, Moff Gideon. He's there. Answered our question right away. Are we going to see Moff Gideon? Yeah, of course we're seeing him. This is like the big penitential episode. Yeah, yeah. You're going to see Moff Gideon. Boom. Right off the rip. So they talk about the pirates. Um, my first question is pirate connection. Because yep. like, oh, the, they had a pirate so attack. He did send the pirates there, but they failed. Did they, though? Well, according to him, they failed. They failed. My question, I I question that connection because Fava was like, man, there's pirates, there's Imperials. Now there's pirates trying to take over the planet. What's <laughs> going on here? There's there's obviously they're connected. And that was a big question of how they're connected. And Moff Gideon, they mentioned the pirates. Like they are aware of the pirates. Yep. But no direct, like they're working together. Yeah. It was kind of like an idea inception is the way I looked at it. So that's my that's my question is like, what's the pirate connection? Do you think they're working together? I don't think they're working. I think it was an inception idea what they needed the pirates to do. They needed the pirates. To, right. It's like a pawn for them. The pirates are like a pawn. I mean. They used them. I'm trying to think of like directly or if it was indirectly like they are aware of the pirates. I think they're. Or if they directly like worked with the pirates. I think they're aware and they influenced a pirate's decision. Okay. In a way, not yeah. necessarily the one that's still alive in cahoots, but influenced. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what I assume. Influenced the decision making of that. I mean, pirates fly off the seat of their pants. You give them some information, they're going to do that informational, you know, mm-hmm. action. All right. So, but the Empire wasn't prepared for the Mandos coming together. They did not see foresee that at all. I think that's an important thing to highlight. They did not expect. The them all the group together the group together and come back to Navarro that was a surprise for the Empire or their plans anyway then we go we see the cool evil lair that Moff Gideon is now in and the council yep oh we're getting there oh I just want to highlight lair. the lair it just reminds me of very Dr. Evil from uh, Austin Powers 2 yeah you can call it that <laughs> like with, yeah, that's a good comparison I'm like that's what I thought of. I'm like cool cool evil lair I love it you know me working on my evil lair in Minecraft with the evil castle just like I respect it, I respect yeah, respect. Mad respect. And then we got the cool uh, the scene where uh, you have like the guards in the hallway, and then he's going through and like the little red, the red lights the, opening up. Yeah, and I'm like, this is very unnecessary. I don't know what you're protecting here, but this looks dope. Yeah, but unnecessary. But it, yeah, unnecessarily cool. This was my. It was like my first thought though. I was like, man, those red lights were very unnecessary. Just protecting it, something though. But it uh, could be. Oh, there was the, I guess... You can see the stormtroopers on the side. I think the shot afterwards, or either the shot... No, the shot before, uh, there was the cloning tanks. Yep. So, I mean, okay, that makes sense in that. Protecting the cloning tags, yep. plus the little the Beskar stormtrooper mm-hmm. gear was also on there. Yeah, we got. So a lot we of don't have uh, stormtroopers. We have different troopers. Quite a, quite a. Oh, what do you want to call them? But anyway, yeah, they were all sitting there, too, in the scene. So it's like, they were protecting it, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to the Shadow Council. Yeah. So we kind of called this in a way. You called it in a way, almost. Almost. You didn't predict the council, but you predicted like a tandem of team working together. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you props because you called the team aspect of it. But it wasn't Thrawn. There's a shadow council. Yeah. Which. which uh, so it's Admiral Thrawn's supposed to be a part of, I guess, apparently. Hmm? Yeah. Thrawn's supposed to be a part of the shadow council. So what's your thoughts on the shadow council? Just first time seeing it. Um, overall thoughts. That I think it's kind of, kind of, kind of the avenue I kind, of, I kind of expected to kind of write. 
Um, like I said, if you can have that team environment, you can have a group of people coming mm-hmm. together. Um, it does show a relationship between Thrawn and Gideon and their atmosphere, how they handle things. Yeah. Uh, which I think is kind of importantly key. But yeah, I think it was kind of a neat way to put like I'm put Gideon on the four set and kind of keep Thrawn in the back of your mind. I just love the lore building behind it and like what it means for the universe. It's not just like because the story that we were told is remnants of the Empire. Yep. All over the place. But they weren't like working together. They were, you know. I mean, they're still working together coming to that conference. Well, no, but like the story that we were being told, right? Yeah. In season one, more season one, I'm thinking. Season two um, is more, we were focused mostly on Moff Gideon, but the season one, we were still like the remnants. Yeah. of the empire we were dealing with the remnants and then off well we're seeing the each infiltrated part right like here, yeah. your infiltration is there your expertise infiltration is here yours is there hey i need some of this stuff to come together because we got to make sure mandalorians crack down yep. they're like at first they're questioning why right like kind of like so you can see like the remnants of each like division i guess is what i think it's trying to portray and then they come together and moff's like hey i need this because this is happening and people at the beginning are like oh moff gideon just to you know, you failed once, but things you can do it again. Mm. Then he tells him about the Mandalorian taking back Mandalorian. Like, all right, well, here's all the shit you need, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I really liked about this is, like, so the first season, you're dealing with the remnants of the Empire, and you don't know. You're just you're thinking you're dealing with a warlord, and that's a story that's being told to us. Yep. And also the world of Mando. And then we get to this episode, and we learn that not only that we were wrong about it there's not like there's other remnants but we're not dealing with one warlord they're all like several spies all across they're all working together they're all the empire is essentially working together and they're also doing this strategically where no we're showing everyone that we're you know this week we're not we're disconnected we're not together we're not pooling resources we're all warlords trying to cling to the power that uh, we're trying to cling to the power before the New Republic takes it away, but that's the whole point. Is they're they're still the Empire, but they're now working the shadows, kind of like how Palpatine did before. Yep. The Empire took over, and I just it's just uh, it's just a very unique way of it's just unique. It's interesting. I'm all in. I'm like I want to know more about this secret Empire. Also, just the fact that like we're now because we brought up first order we brought up snoke they're tying in all these clones and now they talk about how there's another division trying to work on clones like this they're very much setting up first order yeah they're very much setting up the idea that hey palpatine is still around and also kind of making these trilogy movies a little bit more easier to watch yeah makes them digestible for sure like oh. at the same time building their own lore store on the outside of it that's what i like about it so yeah. much like yeah you're making that more digestible you're making this its own important story to future events even yeah so uh just looking at my notes here we have uh some of the things that they mentioned empire loyalists on every planet yep so essentially there's spies everywhere yep which could be the title which, that's what I thought, but that's why I think you guys going way too far down a rabbit hole trying to find something. But we know whatever. I it's have, all allowed. I have an argument for hole. it. I have an argument for it. We'll we'll talk about it. You go down the rabbit hole. It's fine. Yeah, we'll do this to the end. Um, I wrote this is how Palpatine would be able to rise to power. Um, New Republic shows incompetence because they have no idea. They have no idea whatsoever that there is essentially a Sith Empire on their eyes. Not, no, not Sith Empire. 
There is yep. an empire on their eyes. The First Order. They're almost too naive. They think they won. Yep. Yeah, it's over. Thrawn. It's a big one. They mentioned Thrawn. They mentioned quite Thrawn. a bit. Thrawn's coming. We have. Is he coming next episode? I give it 25 percent chance. If he does, it's we saw a little clip of Thrawn. I think you'll see him at the very, very end. I give it a last scene. Thirty-eight percent chance. Thirty-eight percent chance. Pretty high. I think about twenty-five. I don't know. I'm thinking about. It. I'm like, it's it's going to be the last scene. But Moff Gideon is the villain. Yep. He's the. I want to say. Who's planning the attacks, though? Well, no, 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 no. We did get answers. Question. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, Hux. Catch that name? Hux. General Hux on Project Necromancer. Mm-hmm. You reckon you remember that name? Yeah. Uh, do you know who that character is? Not that well. Nope. He is the father of General Hux from the prequel trilogies. Ah. Or the sequel trilogy. So um I'm trying to think. He's yeah, he's one of the generals in the first order. So yeah, I'm trying to build that out a little. And bit. you want to know who plays the actor, or the actor who plays the, this Hux, his dad? Who's that? His brother. Ah, that like, makes sense. It does. All right, so Thrawn is missing. No word from him. Uh, this person that's speaking for him, who has a huge like huge authority, is saying like we gotta wait for his return. Like wait Thrawn's gonna be the person. Thrawn's important. Yep. I think that's really interesting because it builds up a huge conflict between Gideon and Thrawn. And Thrawn. Because Gideon's very much trying to be that person. He's the one who's trying to take control. But then you have Thrawn. And I'm excited for that. See, that's that's a neat dynamic, too. Like That's where I think at the end they come together. It's still it's a team where it still lays that out where they have the disagreements. Mm-hmm. But has someone to act for Thrawn, maybe, too? I don't know. It's yeah. neat. It's uh, different. Gideon mentions that purging is lost. and But Gideon's looking to create more clones. Uh, mask resources or they're pulling together resources yep uh, he's getting res- resources for Praetorian guards three of them I didn't, at the time I didn't remember what the Praetorian guards were I'm like but at my first thought was lightsaber wielding I just didn't know it was the red yeah the red coats as you call them yeah I like call them red coats they are. Uh, there's like other guards that are like I think they may Praetorian also guards. be they're they might be coats. Praetorian guards but yeah they're Wait, I'm pretty sure Palpatine had Praetorian guards at some point yeah, at some point somewhere. I think in the Clone Wars, not the movies. Empire is very much limited on resources. Except for Gideon, it seems. Well, still, I think there's still pretty limited. They pull them together was a big deal. He's like, we need these resources. That's That was kind of what the debate was like. Okay, you need these resources, but it kind of sucked last yeah. time. So why are we going to give you the resources? Then it kind of explains the story, which... And why do we need these resources? It still still gives an open ended question too, like, okay, what's so important if the Mandalorian take back Mandalore? What's what what's the big deal here? Yeah. What's gonna happen? Do they want it? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it leaves so many open ended questions like what is going on here? Yeah, what's why is uh Empire Remnants wanting Mandalore? Yeah. I think we know why it's just the, the Beskar. Beskar, the amount of resources that they come with it. And since the Mandalorians are coming for Mandalore Can't have it anymore. We got yeah. Empire versus Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. They heated it up, and yeah, and I wrote you were right about shared leadership. I wrote it down. Yeah, of course I was right. <laughs> Damn straight. All right, we're getting down to Navarro. Uh, the fleet has arrived. 
The fleet ship. And honestly, okay, so I have a, I, I do have a complaint about this. Oh, of course he does. So in the episode before this, or the two episodes before this, what ship just arrived at Navarro? Uh, the Star Destroyer? No, no, like two two episodes ago. Two episodes ago, ship right? just arrived. Yeah, ship just arrived. The pirate ship, right? Pirate ship, yep. And they just wrecked havoc. They were out. Like, everyone had to evacuate. A bunch of people probably died. Oh, everyone's back. Yeah, I guess. I get it. Yeah, and then a giant, a bigger ship, uh, Empire ship, shows up. And people were just, like, looking in the air. They were concerned. But, man, if I just got attacked by a pirate ship and then a, another, like, a bigger ship showed up, showed up, I'd be freaking the fuck out and running. It has a giant Mandalorian symbol on it. And they, uh, there was... And they said they were okay at home. I don't know. That's questionable. You, there's got to be at least one person freaking out, right? Oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, like, and I'm sure there were people still freaking out. Just not on camera. I was like, man, they got to show this better. They got to think, like, I know this is a casual show, but come on. <laughs> like, you just yeah. dealt with a whole citywide destruction. Another giant ship That's why I forget. Them. I don't blame them. Someone's got to be, at least, like, you know, run away. You don't have to show it. You just think it, like. That's one thing I think they've opened to interpretation how the city reacts to that. No. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah that's anyway. open. It doesn't matter the story. So I found this really uh, interesting because Karga explains to a droid about the Mando fleet. And like, oh, that's a Sith ship. It's like, no, it's, see, there's a, there's a painted logo here. It's Mandalorians. I just thought it was really interesting that like a human is explaining to a droid. Yeah. And explaining the exposition. I'm like, wait. In Star Wars, typically, the droids are the ones who explain the exposition. Yeah, but this guy loves his droids. Remember that. I know, but I'm like, it, like it's just a weird twist on things because like the droids are the one that usually have the information. They're the one who does the exposition, and it works in that storytelling sense because like that's their job. Yeah, like that's the point of having a droid. So, but they did show that droid freaking out, big ass ship. See, they did have it a little bit. <laughs> they did. About? They just reversed yeah, it. Yeah, like, you call the F down. I'm like, I don't know if it's a. I just thought it was an interesting. Scene. Yeah, sit down, son. <laughs> okay, so they're flying back in. Thought this was really interesting. Grogu was on Bo-Katan's lap. I told you that. Remember? I know. The whole time, Grogu is no longer with Din. Yeah, and it pisses me off. <laughs> We have more. <laughs> we have more questions later on. Uh, we'll, we'll get to it. We're getting to Which, it. I think they saved it at the end, but we'll get to there. But at the beginning, be I was like, episode. "Really, this Grogu's with so... Bo again? What the hell?" All right. So the watch meets the fleet. The watch and the fleet come together. They're all just standing there, kind of standing like a little war scene. Or <laughs> I, <laughs> I mentioned this down too. Fizz is very concerned about his children. Get yeah. the children inside. See, you were worried about that at the beginning, and now he's like, "Boom, spot on with the children." Well, this he time learned. He, this time it was immediate. He's like, "Oh man, you gotta watch out for the children." My child kind of like attacked twice. Because he learned <laughs> the arc. Father of the year. He finally learned. Oh fuck, this would be bad. Get inside. <laughs> and you were complaining about it the whole time. Now he doesn't. Now you're like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> all right. So there, there's a standoff between it. them. They're all they're all staring at each other, and armor declares a feast. She comes out. She's like, "Let's eat." Ding ding, eat. Makes sense. Cargo walks. Uh, Cargo walks his camp. I thought again, this is interesting because he's just like walk there. I'm like, man, you're, you're the fucking like high magistrate, and you're just walking. Well, it didn't necessarily show how he, he got just there. shows up. But he showed up right after they just separate, which is okay. I will agree. Up. That part I will agree. It was a little With his question. droid, I'm like, man, you, like you can't afford a ship. Maybe he was always there. We just didn't see him. 
you can't afford a ship. You don't yeah, even have your little robots. There's a whole fleet of ships. You're, you're in the middle of the lava rocks. Where's your little robots? See, I'm getting, I'm getting too detailed. The, this yeah, is you why calm that down. Yeah, <laughs> it made sense. All right, um, and then we get an introduction to not a new character. I don't know a huge big moment. I feel like this is going to be a huge Mandalorian moment. We get IG12, the mech suit. Yeah, IG12. No longer IG11. He's IG12. I don't know how that works. Because they rebuilt him. He's, you know, he was IG10, and now IG11, and now IG12. Boom. Is that how that works? That's how we count. <laughs> uh, I think that's how, how do, that works. How do robots get their numbering system? It's the same way I'd imagine. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, so I really, IG12. I really, I I really like the scene because Grogu was excited immediately. He's just like, I can drive that. I can drive that. And I can, I can tell that. you stuff. <laughs> yes. Yes. Grogu no. shouldn't be in that. Jumps in it right away. Yes. And then we get B- Babu. He's bad. Bad baby. Don't squeeze me. Bad baby. Just, bad baby. I don't know why I found that so enjoyable. He's just like, he's walking and he's just like slowly leaning away like, bad baby, don't squeeze me. Those are all just great scenes. Grogu, Anytime that character is in there. And Grogu's just like, I don't give a fuck about you, Babu. Robot. I get yeah. to drive you. I thought that was a very good scene to kind of show off the robot and him learning it a little bit. It's a good learning scene how to drive it and a small enough scene so it wasn't like a big, big deal to mm-hmm. teach him, but enough to know that, oh, he still has some work to do with the robot. Cool. No. Yes. I enjoy it. And, and then talking. just yeah, like how he just stuff. refuses to get out and he's just test driving. And he's like, no, this is, this is mine now. Like, I yeah. want this. I do like that like, they're giving Grogu like... He's always had ambition, but he's finally like, no. Gets to do his own ambition. Get to tell people yeah. what his ambitions are. And I'm excited it's for fun. it. I'm excited that he's finally a character. Yeah. And that I think that's something we both wanted him to be, and they're pushing it. But the, It's a slower sure. side a backstory push, too. So it's not like very easy to anybody that's casually watching, though, either. How they're slowly pushing him to be a character. Mm. Like, for us, we're paying attention to it. So it's, for us, we're paying attention to the moves they're taking to make him a character. I think for a casual watcher, though, I think to them it's like, oh, he's just a fun dude gets the next thing. Yeah. But for him, yeah, it's you're pushing him into character forefront slowly, which is good, which I like. I am. I'm enjoying it. I'm really excited to see where they go with it, like season four. And I'm just, yeah. how Grogu's going to be, like, growing up, too. Like, is he going to have this mech suit when he, like. Yeah. Is he always going to have a mech suit now? Is he going to. Good question. Like, I just think, like, full-grown Yoda in, like, a mech suit. That'd be sweet. You know, I thought about the mech suit. Oh, it'd be like, like Yoda. Huh? Diva. Diva? <laughs> you know who Diva is? Why am I blanking? Shut the fuck up. Why am I <laughs> Overwatch Diva? I haven't played Overwatch. DVA Diva? Diva. Man, you just dropped a Overwatch reference twice now. I know, because that's the last game I played, and that's the first out on it, so I dropped it again. Because it's Makes exactly sense. what Diva. Look up Diva. Okay. Real quick. Jay's going to look it up, guys. All right. Well, you got He's going to be like, it is Diva. Holy shit. All right. <laughs> that's I'll, the same thing. I look it up. You entertain the audience, then. I will always entertain the audience, because when I say Diva, there's a lot of crazy people out there like, I know what you're talking about. But for real, is a good, you know, I think the mech suit was sweet. I don't think he's going to stay in it. I think it's going to be all like right, a, all right, I see it. Yeah, you see it? You know, he's yeah. going to be a little baby. That's going to grow out of it. Like well, maybe it. not. He's not going to have the dark saber, though. Well, he could. <laughs> could. How, how can <laughs> Next episode, that? he challenges Bo-Katan for the dark saber. Challenges? No, Bo-Katan's going to die. You think so? 
No, no, that's questions. We gotta, we gotta, we'll, we'll get up there at the end. That's the, so. We're trying to just jump to the end because it's so exciting. Uh, I just want to yeah talk all of it. Like the end. What's going to happen? All right, so the predictions drive, is the funnest, the best part. But Groku, they take him out. Uh, Din Djarin's not happy about it, which makes sense. Any I, dad, they, I understand. It's like when you give your kid, if somebody comes in and gives your kid a brand new motorcycle or something like that, you're probably like, you mother fudger. I hate oh, you, but I understand. It's like my parents when they gave... Uh, Scott, a brand new four wheeler. At first, I was excited for him, like cool. And then it, it's one of those like loud electric ones, and we have hardware floors, so like all over the place. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, no. <laughs> and Scott's probably as, as yes. a parent. You're like, oh, you're like you're happy with your child when they get like a really cool toy, and then you realize like the consequences of yeah, the new toy, and you're like, oh. yeah. Uh, right. Sapphire's mom likes to get like the most annoying toys possible. Like I. Swear she's doing it to. Like, she knows what's up. Like she'll go give him like one of those like rubber chickens with like a, and I'm like, <laughs> we threw it away immediately. She gets credit. She should give him like a little um, one of those microphones that has like the police. Like she came in, and was like I got this. So like no, <laughs> take the f- no. <laughs> like we're either throwing it or you're keeping it. Like it's not happening. He's not having that power to annoy us and. All the sirens. I I love those people that do that. <laughs> they know. They've been a parent before. <laughs> they understand. But I loved it. He got the suit. And it's really cool for him to walk around and be a person in it. And, mm-hmm. and steal all the food. Yep. <laughs> That's very Grogu. I have this I have this new power. What am I going to do? Oh, I'm going to eat every food possible. Yep. Very, <laughs> very much kid-like. No. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just a great scene. All right. Um, we go back to the feast. The feast sucks. Is it, it was like everyone was just like, you know, you think feast, you think party, you think people drinking in together. It was well, very. Uh, they didn't have Jack. I mean, they're living on a middle, living on nothing. There ain't no feast. It's a feast enough to have a feast. To... Everyone's just so serious. Until. Bokatan makes her plan known what we're going to do. We're taking Mandalore right away. Leaving Navarro, going to Mandalore. Yep. Who's gonna? Who's coming with me? Any of both sides. And everyone important goes. Well, kind of. Din goes first. No one's going. No one's going. No one's going. Din's finally like, I'm going. Then yeah. everyone's like, Din's going. I'm going too. Well, that's what I wrote. I'm like, well, everyone. I think that's a very good thing to point out. Din started it, and then uh, her friend from the fleet, who also left her. Yeah. Um, I just started it. Everyone joined up. But I just that. think it's interesting that it was like it was literally every important character. I was like, oh, of course, all the main characters that we know is going plus Cannon Fodder. Yeah, that was literally my first thought too. When I'm like, okay, important character, important character, important character. Oh, we don't know them. They're dying. They're dying. They're dying. Pretty much. Uh, and then move out. All right, we get the Mandalore. Ships down. I think it was really interesting because like. We get to see, we get to hear all the Mandalorians kind of talk about their homeworld. And they're like, oh, yep. it's worse than we, we thought it was. Everything's like crystallized. Everything's destroyed. Crystallized. It's like a barren planet. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. Like, we're going to retake Mandalorian. Like, what? It, like, it's breathable. But is it habitable? Good question. There's like a difference between breathable and habitable. And I, I thought that their decision to immediately go to take Mandalore was interesting i feel like i don't know i feel like it, i like i understand like, the story you know it's a reason yeah like i understand like, yeah i understand like what the point is it tells you there's something important here 
But I'm like, uh, I feel like it'd be more of a scouting party. But this is Star Wars. It was a scouting party. Remember, she didn't want to. She didn't need enough. She wanted enough people to come scout them. That's right. What she said. Well, yeah. they took the whole fleet with though too. They took a good chunk of people, and the whole fleet was there outside the. Wait, did they? Do you think they left their camp on Navarro then? I'd imagine to protect the skies, just in case, you know. But that didn't work out very well. Yeah, I. I'm quite there's, there's I, enough questions. Keep going. I understand. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we can discuss about the intricacies of Star Wars all day if we wanted to. Okay. Um, so, epic entrance. Entrance. This is this episode starting from here on out is like shot very freaking well. Yeah. Because they jump down and they like, land on the world. I'm like, God, this is kind of gorgeous. Like it's green screen, but I'm like, it's very gorgeous effects. Yeah, very well. Very movie like. World's desolate. Uh, another speech from Bogotan, uh, and then they. I thought this was interesting. Again, another question, but like they just started walking. They were looking. Yeah, I'm like, why? Why walk? Because it seemed like they walked a while. I'm like, you just take your ship, man. Yeah, but I don't know. Anyway, no one knows where the mine is. They go for so. walks for reasons, um, and then other mandos show up out of nowhere. Are these the yeah, spy mandos? Are these spies? Doubts, nah. That was interesting. They're just, you know, Mandalorians show up on a ship. Nah. nah. I mean, I don't know where. Probably not. They recognize her. Makes sense, though. Yeah, Night Owl. Everybody knows Bo. Night Bo I mean, Bo is a very, probably the most famous Mandalorian alive. Yep. That's, that's kind of why I don't like the story. But we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save it. Uh, they look pretty But rough. I'll allow it, yep. Uh, these Mandalorians look pretty left, though. They they, like they, they're pretty famined and well uh, been traveling on the, the surface level, trying to protect it still, because mm-hmm. they were living there, I guess, the whole time, apparently. And then there's a confusing story of Bo-Katan, and she kind of tells out her story, how she didn't surrender, but she did surrender. Yep. And kind of just uh, talks a little bit about like what happened, where yeah. Moff Gideon, um, they, or not Moff Gideon, but the Empire bombed the place. No, Moff Gideon was involved. Yeah, Moff Gideon. She just bombed it. Bombed the place, and she went to surrender. In order to save everybody's lives, she'd have to surrender. And she surrendered, and then they bombed it anyway. Which is, yeah. I think, like, that speech, and, like, everyone's like, oh, she did give up, but, like, her reasonings are valid. Yeah. Like, it is a tough decision. Either you surrender, or you either fight and everyone dies, or you surrender and you give up your honor. You give up your home world. And but people are alive, and both yeah. happen. You lost your home world, and you lost and your people. Bombed it anyway. So genocide happened. Um, Bo-Katan explains, surrendered to Moff Gideon. Didn't understand. I didn't think this was confusing at all. No, I guess like there was just like people just figured they lost their way, and like she just failed as a leader, which I think is interesting because. The way we view our leaders outside looking in, this is very much how we would probably approach it. You know, yeah. like, oh, we lost our world. It's their fault. Like, how many times do we blame our president for anything happening? Exactly. Like, oh, something negative happened during their term. Oh, it was their fault. Yeah, exactly. You yep. don't really understand. Same leadership kind of style. So, goes to Din. Din says he's by your side. Yep, says he's by your side. Pledge of servitude. Katan talks hesitation. Doesn't know if she can succeed. Um, and then I wrote Katan looks longingly after he pledges his servitude, which man, I'm still shipping them, but I feel like this is like a shippable, honorable part. Like Din's a part of like her. Yeah. 
This is, this is where you can get the ship them both together to lead is, I think, a good idea. Mm-hmm. As, as far as shipping it or technically a romantic thing yet, but they're getting hints of some sort of relationship of a relational build. Yep. But it's definitely not a relationship now. I think that's where people might be getting confused on sources I read, too, or whatever. It's just like, oh, they're in a relationship right now. Like, no, no, no. They're far from what it's going to be. Yeah. But they're can, in a you partnership. Can, you can feel the partnership growing, I guess, a little bit. They're building a partnership. They're like when she, if she were to take over Mandalore and become that leader, like Din's her right hand man. Yep. Right. Din, I wouldn't say. I don't know if I would say hand of the king. Like if we're doing Game of Thrones. But type speaking of, thing. of that, because we're getting further into the story, is on the ship. Well, we should keep going because I got a very important thing to point out here coming up. Okay. You're gonna point this out because I have a coming up, coming up. Yeah. I have yeah. a very important thing. Okay. So on the ship, they uh, decide that there's people who are famished. They take them back to the fleet. Oh, that thing to point out. Okay, you went to a different point out stage. Oh, okay. Um, I just want to mention that the armor was the first one to be like, I got it. I'll take them out. Leaves. Just want to yeah, point I, out. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I mean, that. That was probably the first thing that happened. Yeah, armor takes them out. Yep. Which, that kind of makes sense. Armor armor's duty to protect. I, I wrote a question here, but I'm going to save it. Take but, uh, I was thinking about the other scene with Paz, Vizlovs, and Axe, Wolves. Oh, yeah. I'm getting there. Fighting over a game. Over rules of how to play a game. Yep. And that was just interesting. Like, you can't do that move. No, you can do that move. You know, you ever play a game with somebody with, like, and you have, like, two different interpretations of how the rules work? Yeah. I always just do house rules, but I guess, like. They have no house rules, so it's a battle for who gets the rules, <laughs> which I understand. It's kind of like a Mandalorian thing, right? Just like the Darksaber. Yeah. So that thing actually kind of made sense. What I did love is, I think, showing that scene, Paz kicked ass. He did. You don't fuck with this. What, uh, you go back to it. This is where we want to recycle back like all the other previous episodes with Din. Yep. Din kicked Paz's butt. Couldn't use the Darksaber. That's how good Din is. I mean, Din's pretty good, but he also gets his ass kicked often. By other surrounding things, but as far as like actual fighting one-on-one combat, Din's amazing. He's pretty good. He beat Paz, couldn't even use the Darksaber, comes up, kicked his butt. Like, yeah, I mean... But I mean, is Axe Wolves like a four? Uh, I mean, he's Axe pretty Wolves, much like he was like the past. He's zero and two right now, though. Yeah, against Bo, but he's supposed to be like the big bet. He was kind of the bigger badass Mandalorian mm-hmm. on, you know, that's what he's portrayed as. That's why I just, just want to point that out that Din yeah. kicks ass. Who Din stops? Who stops their fight though? Because Din is like, you want me to start it? No, no tribes can start, or no tribes. Little little Grogu comes in and is like, Heck no, <laughs> no, we don't fight. No, no. I'm like, yes, good job. Grogu. Yeah, someone had to. No, no, no. Someone had to. You guys are fighting over a game. Also, Paz is trying to fight for a game. Fighter submit. Man, we should play Monopoly sometime. Yeah, fighter submit. (laughs) Fighter. Yes, I'm fighting. But yeah, (laughs) that's that's how you settle the board game. It was a very neat thing to point out how well Din is as a fighter, though. I just want to throw that out there. Even with the shizzy dark saber, Din is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty top clutch. Also. Which will be too later, but just remember that fact. We heard this before. You taught your apprentice well. Didn't learn that from me. This is the second time now that this has been like stated. What has been uh, taught Grogu? Good question. I just, I just, just lights, patterns. What I, I wrote this in here. I act like I'm complaining about it, but I feel like... I, have I a think lot of, he did learn it from him. I think He so just too. doesn't give himself credit for it. Could be. The thing is, though, uh, like he was teaching him in the beginning of the season all these different things. Yeah. And I wish they would have actually paid that moment off. 
Where like in there was a moment in the season where he broke up a fight for reasons. Yeah. And like he taught Grogu like, hey, there's well, certain times. Nice. There's certain times when to fight and when not to fight, and when you're trying we'll to get prep into for like too too analytical again in it. But but like I just like from a writing perspective, I'm like, man, this. I been think real. for me, my perspective was that I think he did learn it from him. He just doesn't take credit for it. And that could be, but they didn't show it. Yeah. And I, I just take it as like a waste of potential of like showing like good writing here. It's like you could have called that back. You've been like Mando's been teaching Grogu this entire time. You should have ta- you should have brought that back. It would have been a cool moment. I'm like it's waste of potential there. Not a big deal. Not like overall like my enjoyment of this episode doesn't like doesn't hinder it. It doesn't yeah. hinder it. But I'm like ah, it's waste. Like as someone who like likes to write on their free time, not so much lately, but. Yeah, it's one of those like there. There was a moment there that would have made this series overall better. I can okay. agree. All right, next big thing: Mythosaur shows up. Big old dino. Yeah, the giant freaking Mythosaur just shows up out of nowhere. I'm like we've been like talking about Mythosaurs being this big thing, and just showed up. I'm like yeah, okay. right at What's, the mine. I'm like all right, this, right, right before the mine, right where they needed to be. Yeah, I have so many questions about it. I'm not going to complain about it. I have so many questions. That's it. All right, Bandon ship. Um, did you notice this? Who carried Grogu out? Yeah, probably didn't pay attention to it. Was uh, Paz hmm. and some other Mandalorian, not Din Djarin. Thought it was interesting. Like, I feel like Din would have been the first one to be like, "Grogu, come yeah. here, child. I am father." <laughs> Daddy Pedro will save you. Like this, I will murder. I will murder everyone in this hospital to save you. Hasn't always been the bestest of daddies. Let's be honest. (laughs) Daddy Pedro. Yeah. Daddy Dean. I guess. Oh, Dean. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting. Um, Also, IG Twelve needs a jetpack. Like get that that Mexican jetpack. Yeah, definitely does. Because when they carried him, I was like, he doesn't have a jetpack. I'm like, I, I guess. Well, I mean, jetpack's like one of the biggest things you get as a Mandalorian. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That'd be one of his last. Um, things. I didn't write this down, but Din does check like immediately after the scene. He's like, hey, are you okay? Yeah. So like, there there was like that moment, but I'm like, eh. it's just it's just that was an interesting choice that they didn't have. You know, Din I think they, I think they're trying to show Paz as you know. I understand. It's trying to oh, try to if you continue Paz's story. Yeah, the story that makes sense now. The, as you're going okay. through, yeah, because like saving the baby child, you're trying to do this. It's kind of like a foreshadow, right? All right, we're almost, we're almost, we're getting to the big stuff here now, and then we got questions. So many questions. Okay, uh, I lost my place here. All right, so we go to the Grand Forge, and we're immediately hit with fire. Mandos versus Empiricals. Yep. Uh, first, you think uh, you think it's other Mandalorians? Nope. No, yeah. First, I thought it was other Mandalorians too, right? Other Mandalorians, and then you see it like, oh no, no, mm-hmm. that's a very weird looking uh, stormtrooper. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much what I right, thought. What, what do you think about the scene, this fight scene? Because we weren't we weren't expecting this. We didn't know what to expect. They're like they're going into. Well, it's the like cave. an ambush. Yeah. Yeah. Ambush. That's How do they know? You get, you're thinking of the armor, aren't you? You son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, I'm not saying anything. It makes yet. sense. I mean, they had enough intel. Where's the intel come from? Don't know. The title of the show is Spies. All right. Anyway, someone leaves for reinforcements. Axe leaves. I'm just saying. Axe leaves. Axe wolves leaves. Yep. Okay. Uh, Mando's beat the Imperials. They invade the base. 
we also learn the evil base is on Mandalore. Yep. You see all the TIE fighters and stuff chilling up there, the mm-hmm. bombers. And you're like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> I wrote Dr. Evil base. I just keep thinking Dr. Evil. Must have just watched that recently or some shit. No, I didn't. It's just, it's just <laughs> what I thought of. Like, the, the, just I think the, the exterior of the base just makes me think of like the volcano base and the spy who oh, shagged yeah. me. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just gives me the, those vibes. There's not like lava, but it's a cool looking base. It is a cool looking base. All right. Um. So they splinter the group. Uh, we have Din and three other Mandalorians, uh, aka cannon, cannon fodder at this point, and then. Other Mandalorians are stuck behind the glass. Yep. And Din is captured, not killed. You made this point clear. Very, very interesting point. Everyone gets gunned down, but Din Gunned gets down, but they're like, Din? Nah. <laughs> Which makes sense. Din was also, pretty, Din was pretty they bad, capture though. Din, and they also still acknowledge, because you're like, oh, maybe it's about the leading of the Mandalorians, and they acknowledge, oh, Bo-Katan has a Darksaber. That's cool. That's interesting. But uh, I'm not going to kill this guy. Wait, wait, wait. I want to bring that up, too, because how does Moff Gideon know he doesn't have the dark... That Din didn't have the dark saber? Oh, there's a window. Huh? There's a window. Yeah, but she's not holding the dark saber. Yeah, but it's still in her belt. That's very perceptive. I mean, does he look? Does he not take you as a perceptive person? I don't think he's that perceptive. Not with that helmet on. Not good. with that helmet on. From that distance. I think that's where you underestimate Moff. Moff's supposed to be known as the smart. I'm pretty sure he just had Intel. Guy. Yeah, or Intel too. He could have got Intel. I just thought it was interesting. There's many different things. Just saying, he did. But that's what I mean. He still acknowledges that she has the dark saber. Yep. He's still like this guy though is more important. She knows. He knows that she has the dark saber now. Yep. I'm just saying, it's a very key detail to know. Without you know, like. Because which makes he wants the dark saber back, right? He has. Yeah, you think he wants the dark saber back? He has. What do you think he was just challenged in in that moment, or in challenged Bo-Katan or something? Or because he kills Bo-Katan, no, 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 challenged in because you have him ready. He's like, let's fight one on one. I have my suit. You have your suit. We'll fight one on one. Yeah, but he knows Din doesn't have the, the saber, saber, which is my point. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. He knew that because yeah, but he still chose to not fight Din. Well, yeah, why would he? he cho- I mean, or Bo-Katan. He was like, nah, screw that. I'm going to... Well, I can just kill them. Well, just because if you if you open the blast Bam doors, man. you have to kill all of them. You could, yeah, cha- you could why, challenge. Why save Din? I have reasons. What's your reasons? I actually texted them to you. I think... Okay, so one... Moff Gideon is very... Um, how do I want to explain Moff Gideon? He's a bad guy who enjoys being a bad guy. He's a villain who enjoys being a villain. Yeah, very much so. I blame torture him. I'm blaming. Or, or I what, are you get, what are you going to get out of torturing him, though? I can't think of the actor's name that plays him. Like off the bat, I can't like. Oh, he's such a good villain actor, though. Uh what's his name? Gosh, I don't know. Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. He's uh, so like he played Gus in Breaking Bad. Yeah. He's very reserved, right? And I've watched a couple of interviews with him, and, and the thing that he talks about is he enjoys playing Moff Gideon because he's like with Gus he's all reserved he's conservative with Moff Gideon he's not conservative he's like no I'm a bad guy <laughs> I'm having fun being the bad guy yeah and so like my thinking was like yeah he's capturing Din so he can like essentially you know capture him torture him or possibly just evil monologue him to death because he's like you know that that guy yeah 
I'm not just going to kill him eventually. I'm going to make sure I he knows I defeated him and the Mandalorians. Like, that's the character that I think of Bob nah, Gideon that's is. Not, that's not why. You don't think so? You have nah, other theories? I have a different theory. Ooh, save it or should we talk about it? Let's save it. Let's save it. Okay. We're almost done. Yeah, yeah. I got a mad We're, theory that makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. I have theories, too. You might be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I have a lot of theories. Okay, so. It could be mad theory. I don't know. We'll see if I echo. All right. Anyway. So he shows up. Moff shows up. How cool is his outfit? He's pretty cool. <laughs> He's pretty cool. It is dope because it's a mixture of many things. One is dark, uh, dark troopers. Dark troopers mixed with Mandalorian. With Mandalorian. With mixed with mixed with the horns. Yep. Of Darth Maul or like Maul Death Watch specifically had the horns. Yep. There's one other character with horns on their helmet. Just saying. Yeah, I, I, I. I <laughs> you're really leaning that pretty freaking hard, mate. <laughs> I yep. Anyway, um, yeah. All he needs is the dark saber, dude. That man's gonna sell to- some toys. There's gonna yeah. be a pop on here with Moff Gideon in that helmet. I hope so, cause he looked pretty sweet. It was pretty cool. But yeah. Um, evil monologue, of course. Kind of reveals his intentions. He wants to be this empire leader. He wants to essentially take over the galaxy. Yep. Bad guy doing bad guy things. I'm all for it. I'm all for it, too. Because Thrawn, Thrawn is more like that calculating, strategic per- type of person where Moff Gideon is just like, he's also that person. Well, this is where I go like, Bogotown's a good face, Moff Gideon's a good face. Mm. Right? At this moment, it's kind of yeah. like, it's the same kind of structure moment, just in reverse retrospect. That's where I still get that team up. Because mm-hmm. Bogotown's still like, I'm the leader, I started this, I got us here. And if you really look back, maybe it's Thrawn that did a little bit more. Maybe it's Mandel that did a little more. Yeah. That's kind of where that, that battle comes in my head. But yeah, he's very good face for it. All right. What they're looking for. Moving on. The fleet is attacked. We don't get to see it. So next episode. Yeah. Or he says we're going to attack the fleet. Din is going to the debriefing room. Whatever. Captured, whatever that means. Yep. Yep. Katan retreats. They open the blast doors. She runs. Well, says kill them all first. So he kill didn't really care. All. He tried open to kill them all in that yeah. room. And then she Doesn't care. Up yeah. Dark saber. Well, I mean, that's a little point. He wants the Mandalorians gone. These are all the Mandalorians that are together yep. in the fleet. We take care of them. Mandalorians are no longer a threat. And for those who aren't familiar with Mandalorians, like they are a huge threat when they're together. They Mandalorians together are the biggest threat in the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. that's the whole point. <laughs> and so, like for Sith, uh, I keep saying Sith, but Empire remnants, they don't want that. Yeah. So yeah. it makes it makes sense. I mean, especially separate since, them. Yep. Especially since like they're now on Mandalore, they're you know they're you like Mandalore is essentially the rise of power for Moth Gideon. Yep. Like that is his resource. Ton retreats. Viz covers. Vizlov. Paz. Paz Vizlov. I wrote Viz. I keep calling him Viz. Paz. That's a guy. Viz. Paz covers. Badass. He's oh, total taking badass. on the entire army. Or the, uh, the entire uh, the guards. Yep. But he doesn't fall back. He's taking the sacrifice. like To keep people safe. Yep. Sacrificing for the team. Bo-Katan doesn't like it. But obviously, like, needed. Yep. And, man, he freaking kicks ass. This is a cool moment for him. Yeah. Well, this, again, this, we're going back to what I'm talking about now. Okay. 
kicks ass. He does. Just Take, remember I said Din kicked his ass. That minigun. So I understand why he does not want to ever put down that freaking minigun. Yeah, that minigun. <laughs> Had to. The minigun's so cool. I will I will take it everywhere. That was just John Favre going, I liked minigun. <laughs> I must have and use. <laughs> I must take it in the skies with me. I must take it up a giant mountain. I will, I will not. I will take this thing to my death. And he did. <laughs> I, I like how he just used it so much it got warm like i actually really like that yeah it's showing the heating it up yeah yeah i'm like because all right this whole episode i'm complaining about little key details that they're missing out on right yeah just because it just it makes the story a little bit better yeah. and so i enjoy that in this moment they had that little key detail like oh hey he lost his best weapon so he kills all of them and on comes the praetorian guards yeah, and he just puts All, up a little fight, but no chance. Yep, these are like these are guards that like Jedi's struggle with. Yep, and man, this was a bad ass moment. If you're gonna die anyway, like that was like the heroic. Like you took down a bunch, and then you like you're tired. You lost your main weapon. Yep, he went down pretty quick though. I thought he put up a little bit more of a fight. Ah, I think you lost your main weapon. You're going against three basically assassins. So yeah, you're. Fudge, and you're already tired. Like you said, you're tired, you're exhausted. That's why it's like these people drop down like, oh, you thought that was it? Kind of. Mm. No. After watching The Last Jedi, especially like the YouTube videos where like Ray and like um, Kylo Ren are just like essentially fighting, but then you have like the queen music in the background. Yep. <laughs> I'm like low-key expecting like the Praetorian guards to like dance a little bit or like you know be like a little more acrobatic but they're no they're just surgical like yeah you're just dead done out game and then i wrote <laughs> don't hate this paz is dead yay stakes oh gosh <laughs> oh my <laughs> that's what i wrote okay the reason why i wrote that down is so like not that I'm happy that Paz is dead, but I, I enjoy that like this is very much the Empire Strikes Back of Mandalorian so far. Yeah. This is no, this is and it is a main character that we've been pushed this whole season that has ties to season 1, season 2 is dead. And like to me I really like that cuz it just it shows like hey, there's stakes. Like people can die in this. You know, like your favorite character yep. is not safe, especially the ones we don't know the future of. Like, yeah, good character. Yeah, characters aren't safe, and it really deleted that whole Mando versus Paz thing that people thought there was there too. It's gone. It's like, nope. Yeah, and they're like, they were brothers. Character the they thought side. there could be a war with her, an internal war or something like that. Still, and they kind of just got rid of them. And I'm like, but, this is actually cool. I, like, this is yep. like this character. I feel like is now bigger because of this. Yep. This character. I mean, it enhanced his whole arc, if you think about it, yeah. really, where he came from. Oh, Paz Vivlov. Shorter arc, but it was a great arc. Paz Vivlov, the protector of children. So, let's get to these, these questions you got here, though. We can't mourn Paz. All right, questions. We got to save Din. How many did I write here? This is a decent amount. Oh, he's got a lot. Okay. How many lines? All right, firstly, damn, that episode. That Good. episode hit. That episode was fire. Four plus? I think four plus, yeah. I mean, it, it helps out the other series shows too a little bit. Right. Same, it, it kind of enhances everything because you kind of put the pieces together. You're like, all right, they're putting together. Okay, now we're getting pieces coming together. All right, that makes sense. Well, the best car was on the ship because he used those best mm -hmm. car. So you're getting like 
thing. I love bringing stuff together. Oh, is this okay? Moff is back too. That's like the second thing. It's not even a question. I'm like Moff is back. Moff Gideon's back. Yeah, he came back in the biggest way. This question, um, okay, not the very. I'll just go on over here. Is this the most intense episode that we've got so far? Yes. I think it's either think this so. or last the finale of season two. I think this one's more intense because this one leaves us on a lot more cliffhangers. Yeah, there's so many hanging things out there right now. Definitely like, the more intense, but it, like it, it was a slow build until the very end. It was tense at the end. Yeah. Is it the best episode of Mandalorian? No. I think it's three for me. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. I'm trying to think of oh, maybe four. It's in the top five. Top five yeah, for it's sure. Up there. It's great. Arguably top three. Argue it's arguably the best one. I will say it's arguably the best episode. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's but pretty hot. Luke's or season two finale. Luke Skywalker. That was huge. That was like one of those moments where I never thought it was actually gonna happen. I knew a Jedi was showing up. I didn't know who. And when they, it was Luke, like I was like, ah, they went there. Holy shit, they went there. Yeah. And that's R2D2. Like, like, I will say that's probably my favorite episode so far. Just because as a huge Star Wars fan, I just didn't think I was going to see prime Luke Skywalker again. I was going to say, I liked the episode before that a little better. Or was that the same episode, maybe? Maybe it was the same episode. Same episode. Maybe you're right. That was a great episode. Dark Troopers. Yep. I mean, Ma versus Din with the Dark Saber. He gets the Dark Saber back. Bo Katan's in there. Oh, the other one I would say is, um, I think it's the no. What's it called? It's Ahsoka episode. Yep. That one's up there, and then the la- the season one finale too. I think deserves mention, but I think this they're all very good. I mean, even the season episode, two beginning episode is really good. This episode I think good. beats it. So I'm gonna say top three for me. Yeah, top three. I would say so. I will say I think season two finale, best one. Yeah, That's the episode one is great. Phenomenal episode. All right, very good. Next question. Oh. I already mentioned this too. This shows Empire Strikes Back moment. I think we agree with yeah, that. Yeah, we agree to that. It's definitely, yeah. Does this episode make up for the season? Yes. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, how it, I it helps for sure. Oh, like, it helps greatly. for sure. I mean, does it make up completely for the season? I think where they end it, maybe. What kind of cliffs do they end it right. on? I think for sure, like I said, it was all about a build, and I like how they put some pieces together, but there's still some pieces missing. It there depends is. if they kind of close off those pieces or not, but I, I would, I would say the way they're going, yes, I think they plan this. I feel like this they, is very well played. I feel like they played this backwards, as in they like came up with this moment and then they tried to write it backwards. Yeah, and I feel like it kind of hindered them a little bit. It did a little bit, but it was a building moment. That's what I like. That, about that's it. my thought process. They, like, we know where we want to end it. We don't know how to get there, and so they were building all the like the seeds up to it. My only complaint is I wish if they a little bit more level of detail. Yeah, they, it could. Well, I like where they're. I like where they're going. I like where they're going. Yeah, that's. What does it make it like the best season? No, it does not make it the best season. Does it save the season? Because I'm a little bit worried about the oh, season was yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a better question. Does it save the season? Yes. It saves the season. Yes. I'm like cool. I'm, does it make it a good, phenomenal season? Season? No. It saves the season. I guess I'll best, I'll put it that way. All right, I'm gonna save this one. The next one I was gonna say what's next, but I'm let's let's save it. Yeah, let's save that for the end. Uh, we already kind of discussed this. Why capture Din? You have a whole theory on this. This is where I can get my script. I went torture and evil monologue. You go. You went torture and evil monologue. I'm going to take a clone route of Din. 
Din is the perfect clone. Think about this guy's skills in combat, flight, everything that he does. He's the guy. They're gonna make him Boba Fett. Yeah, dude. That guy is the guy you would want. It's very meta. He basically is Boba Fett in the clone world, right? If you're looking for someone like we need to clone, we need another like soldier style kind of person. I mean, he kicked kicked ass basically. If you think about it. His flight skills are beyond everybody's. It shows that he could be the very clonable kind of soldier. And that's why they keep him alive. Like, why kill him? They need him. Interesting theory. It would it'd be very meta because, like, the Mandalorian, right? The yep. Jaren, essentially took over the Boba Fett, like, what we all thought Boba Fett would have been. Yep. In more ways than one. So, Din Djarin becoming the next... Django Fett. Yeah, and you know how ass-kicky that guy was, and now you're talking about the same thing. Like, um, Django Fett was, you know, the kick-ass Mandalorian guy that was, like, the best, taking hmm. what a lot of people consider, you know, the best fighter in the Mandalorian. You could argue, like, uh, they hinted at it a yeah. lot, that he was pretty freaking good. <laughs> I, I don't think you're right. But I do. I like the theory. It's a very valid theory. It's a cool theory, though. Because like, it, it makes cool. sense. It, yeah. And it adds important to somebody that's a nobody. I that's still think I, it's, I still think it's very simple. Where um, torture and kill him. I think. Well, I don't know if kill. Definitely torture. Evil monologue. You know, rub it in your face like I'm a bad guy. I still think that's the route that they're going to go with it. I like the cloning. Or though. mixture of two. Both. Yeah, I can see both. He wants Grogu. Yep. So capturing Din brings Grogu. Right. But also, I'm pretty sure. Wait, Grogu was there. Yeah. So that's where that theory doesn't work. Cause that's where I think the, that's where the cloning theory comes in. They thought Grogu would be a good clone or have the blood or something. And they found out, like, oh, Din's mm. our dude, actually. I still want to know that question of, like, what Grogu, like, what's his whole. Like, do they still want Grogu? <laughs> uh, I think Grogu's the slow roll to eventually. That's why I think he's eventually Mando leader. Yes. The Mandalorian no. Jedi. <laughs> what do we do? Mandalorian Jedi. Yes. Do we attack Mandalore? Yes. Do we save the Jordan? Yes. 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 He's yeah. He's the, he's the slow, eventual. All right. Leader, so Din's Prince. being captured to be a clone, which would make it's very meta. It would be very meta. I don't. Which I don't think he's going to become a clone. But it's like it's they capture him to keep him yeah. alive because he could be important enough to be the cloning material. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Moff Gideon got his ass kicked by um, a whole bunch of people got his ass kicked by him, and they're realizing. This guy's got some skills. He could be the perfect weapon. I cloned him. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to think of like... This is my theory, y'all. Hate it. Love it. I have more questions. No one's ever talking about it. But I kind of want to go into rumor territory now. Yeah, let's go to rumor territory. All right. The armor. Shoot Hold me straight, on. Don't, bastard. don't just <laughs> jump right into it. Let me... <laughs> let him think bit. about it. Let me like, you know... Build this up a little bit. Okay, let him let him All right. build the cook. This episode's place. called The Spies. Yep. The Spies. How many spies do we see in this episode? Uh, well, we see a whole clan of them in Moff Gideon's ship. We see one spy. One known spy, right? Well, we see the whole clan of them. We've seen Elia. In Moff Gideon's ship when they have the meeting. No, that's the Shadow Council. They're not spies. They're the rulers. But they're all spies in their each respective They talk about spies. About yeah, it still counts as spies. Okay. That's where I think you guys are getting way too far into the spies. Nope, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. That's fine. Let me get into this. 
you already jumped in ahead of who I think it is. This this is weirdly called The Spies. This is a weird episode name. Is it not? The Spies. Mm, no. How is it not? <laughs> okay, so, so let's say they were referencing to the Shadow Council and the one spy we see, right? That's yep. what they're referencing. Not bad. I mean, they're in the episode. But that's not the whole point of the episode. The whole point of the episode is reclaiming Mandalore, right? Yep. Why not name the episode after we trying to reclaim Mandalore? Or something along the lines. No, they call it the spies. Not the spy. The spies. Not the council. Not the shadow council. The spies. Those so, and we know of one spy. One individual spy that we know is a spy. They talk about other spies. So, very much this could be the case, right? Yeah. But I want to make the case of why I think is the armor. This isn't my I theory. Like this theories. isn't my original theory. I think Jake read a little internet theory here, y'all. I did, but it makes sense. Post it up. Rip him up on the comments. Okay. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Like this guy a new one if it's not. If well, it, hear if me he's out. right, then... Hear out my theory, and this is why I think bitch. it is. At first, I was like... I thought of like, ah, oh, that's a little... The spies, okay, of course, it's run with it. I was very much in your camp, but then I thought about it a little bit more. The armor, right? Mm-hmm. Season one. They're in Navarro. What ended up happening to um, her people? You know, when they got raided? They got raided. By who? Uh, the, uh, the Empire, Moff Gideon. The Empire, a whole bunch of bandits. Yep. They got raided, right? Mm-hmm. Who died? Everyone but who? Everyone died. Well, I mean, Paz didn't die. Yeah, there's quite a few Mandalorian that survived. There's, that. there's decent, but like, that's why they called the code. What, what ended up happening? Right, they went down. Everyone died yeah. except for it was Din, and then the armorer. Din goes out, and the armorer's fighting. We're thinking she's a badass, right? She took care of all of them, but like, they also just took out a bunch of her people. She's just she survived. Badass. Yeah, we just think she's a badass, right? She survived. Yep. But just letting you know, this is her one moment of badass that we don't see. We don't see her being a badass. We just see her. We do see her knock a couple people with her hands right? and axes. And but not all of them, disappears. just one of them. And they pull away. Yep. I have, I have a point to this. So that's one. And then we find out that she's alive um, on a different planet. Then we go into the season, right? Yep. They have a whole new start. Also, I want to mention that she has horns on her helmet. Yep. Horns on the helmet, which is remnants of Death Watch. Also, when Darth Maul ruled Death Watch as well. There's also other theories that she's a, um, she is not human-based. She is from the planet of Darth Maul. There's that rumor as well. Yep. We'll see. Another big moment I want to mention is during the pirate invasion. The episode of the Pirates. Yep. They were attacking the town, right? And there was this giant minigun up top, and they were killing everyone except for Paz. But Paz couldn't beat it. Who stops them? The armor. The armor. How? She snuck in. She snuck in and beat them, right? Yep. But we don't really see. We just see her club them, and then boom. She got in pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, she's a badass. 
Is she a badass? Yeah. Or is she a spy? She's a badass. Mr. Donald. She's a badass. We don't see her being a badass. We just assume she's a badass. No, we... They, do we see her kick out of their, I mean, all of them? Because if, if they're really worried about Mandalorian taking back Mandalore, she wouldn't have convinced Bo-Katan to bring the clans back. Oh, or did she want them all in one place at one time? But then because they took back Navarro, right? Yep. They took back Navarro, something that she wasn't planning on. Yep. Like, Din and Bo both did it. And then immediately afterwards, like, hey, Bo-Katan. You know what? Let's let's get all your people back here. Let's get them all back. Who cares about religion right now? Who cares about our culture? We need Mandalore back. Nah. That was such a turn for her. Even Paz was kind of like, she doesn't wear her helmet. Something's fishy. Something's off. No, she is. She knows something about the Mythosaur. She's going to be a bigger character from past Mandalore. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just that's, a, that's my theory. I'm laying out the evidence here. Yeah, yeah that's your evidence. I'm laying out I the evidence. Like Laying out the fact that there's moments with the armor is like, uh, it's kind of questionable, right? She survived the Empire. She somehow was able to get past the pirates. She forsaken her own religion. And the last piece of evidence. She left? She left immediately before getting attacked. She left to save people. I'm just saying, there's four things here. See, you on that route. I go. I go a different route. I go. She's an old age Mandalorian kind of historical large figure in the Mandalorian that understands and knows a lot that people like don't know who she is really because you've never seen her face, but she's really a you know a big key player like Bo-Katan, whatever. Could be. That's my theory on her. I don't think she's bad. I think that's. Like I don't a know if she's the going a little too far. I don't know if she is the spy, but I'm just saying like they're keying up something with that title. And someone mentioned it, and your take on it was like, oh, badass, there's all these different things. But then I just pieced together the evidence of like, okay, times that armor was fishy. Like, there, her being a there's traitor. There's an exterior character for sure that might seem more if fishy. She, if she turns out to be the spy, it makes sense. It works. Yeah, it works. Another person that could be the spy, and I really hope this isn't the actual answer, it's Axe Wolves. Here's the evidence for Axe Wolves. The first time we meet him, he goes in this huge exposition of why he does what he does. Who is yeah. he loyal to? Whoever pays him the most. Whoever pays him the most. Who paid him for to get the fish dude? Yeah, good question. We don't know. We have no idea. So, right, immediately yeah. the fleet goes... How does Moff, Moff Gideon know that Bogotan has a lightsaber or the darksaber? We don't know. Who would know that information? Axe Wolves. He lost it. Or he lost, he, he saw Din give it to Bo. He's yep. Everyone in the fleet would know. Yep. Saw that. But Axe Wolves would be the person to possibly tell. He also left before being ambushed. Yep. I don't think it's as great as a story. It's like one of those like. Oh. I think it's one you can see. I, I, I can see where they if they do go into for a big reveal and try to twist it that way, but I don't I don't see either one of those uh, coming to fruition really. Yeah. Plus, we don't know if there is an actual spy, but like it seems like they're keying up a little bit. Nah. I will say, if it's the armor, 
if it was the armor and there was like backstory and lore to like who the armor is, that makes for a great episode. I still like the armor being some old fashioned hysteria kind of person. No, she could Someone's be uh, old part of Mandalore. Darth, Darth Mir. She could be Darth Mir. She could be an old witch from Darth Mir. I'm we'll saying see. that wrong. I'm probably saying that plan we'll wrong. We'll see. All right. That is, that is, yeah, that's my theory. That, what are they thinking about the Din Theory, though? The Din Theory? I like it. The Din Theory. I actually really enjoy that, that Din Theory. Din. I think it's, uh, I didn't hear it before. So, yeah, kudos, man. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't think you're right, but, like. Well, fuck off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I don't know. think you're right with the other one, too, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't think you're right, but I think there's merit for it. There's uh, validity for it. I think it's just as uh, valid as I should be a better. <laughs> I think it's just as valid as mine because, like, Mine's more clones valid. is there. I don't think it's more valid. It's definitely more valid. They weren't like they. No one teed up the whole, the whole like, oh, Din has the perfect genetic code for cloning. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> the All right. Do I have any more questions? That how does Katan or Bo Katan move on? What what's next? That's that's the question. What's that next is always the final question. This is a good question. I think. Yeah, let's end it on here. What's, Rescue what's mission for Din is what's going to happen. You think so? It's got to be, right? But regroup and she realizes Din is important to this Ooh, clan. I have another question because someone brought this up. People are going to realize how important Din was. What if Din dies? That ain't going to happen. Oh, no, I brought it up. I messaged you. Yeah. Din could die. Din could die. Bo-Katan takes over. She's the Mandalorian now. Not Her and Grogu's happen. getting friendly. Not gonna happen. I would be sad. I'd be sad. But there's merit for it. There's merit for it. But because if they do it, apparently Pedro Pascal hasn't been like on. Um, he doesn't do the actual physical acting scenes. He mostly just voices it now. Yeah. And he has talked. He hates the helmet. He also mentioned that he's going to play the Mandalorian for life. Yeah, for the rest of his life. Oh God! What if he means Mandal's life? Yeah, that'd be it. No, and he's not that cynical. No, I, I, I don't think they could go away. I think they're trying to build up the importance of what Din is to the clan because she's going to lose a little bit of faith in the clan, realizing she needs Din, and then either Grogu goes and rescues Din or they both go together. I can see Bo-Katan dying more than Din. Ooh. Like if you were putting betting odds on this and stuff, Bo-Katan could die trying to save Din. I like that narratively more. Yeah. What if Bo-Katan like. dies and then like Din has to beat Moff Gideon and then that's how he gets the dark saber back? Yeah, that's how you get it back. Why Bo-Katan tries to be the hero arc and does the heroic thing, but she dies in order to do it. I would be sad that Bo-Katan's not there, but I feel like her story, like her, her arc of story is fulfilled. Though. Yeah, that's what I think. Because right now they're just kind of. Replaying. They're kind of regurgitating what Bo-Katan was in the series. Yeah, that's kind of my thought. That's why I think she goes and she she's the one to die. Okay. If we're talking about a big character dying, Bo-Katan would be the one to go and try to... And that's how Din and and Grogu get the saber back. Or that's how Grogu ends up with the saber, because Grogu... (laughs) Grogu with IG-12. So, Moff Gideon gets to Bo. They fight. Bo-Katan loses. Grogu wins. It's now his saber. And who challenges him for it? Does anybody challenge the child now? (laughs) Or do you let the child grow? Like, that that would make sense a way to get, you know... The little guy, the saber. That's a good question. Who would challenge a child for this right to rule Mandalore? You know who would. You know who would charge or who would challenge him? Paz is good. Yeah, I can see that. That'd be about it. But I challenge you. I mean, yes. Smack. 
Yeah, that's kind of just what I think. I think that's a cooler ending than Dindai, and I think Bo-Katan's story ends at the heroic arc, and then Grogu is ultimately the, guy, the person that ends up back with the... That'd be cool. I... That'd be cool to do. I think that, narratively, but... like, if I was to write it, I think that's the storyline I'd probably go with. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think yeah. it's going to be a Din Djarin save mission. They're going to basically retreat. The forces back. And pretty much go back to Navarro or wherever. Regroup, yep. And then that's what they're going to set up. They're going to tee up season four. They're going to tee up the Empire doing something, yeah. But I, I like the arc, the idea. Like, if I, were, if I was the writer, that's the arc I would have went. Mm-hmm. Because I think Bo- we've I don't heard know if Grogu's story. ready for the dark saber yet, but I think uh, no. But it'd be a way to get it in his hands. So you're like, oh Din, shoot, Din taking over and having to step up to be that leader, and like you know, learning from Bogotan, learning from the armor, who's probably going to be a spy. I I think it's happening. I'm predicting it. I think she is. Be cool. If, yeah, I, I just think that's. I if, think if they're going to reveal out the story. I don't know if she's going to be a spy outright, but something's going on with her, and I think they're going to reveal information about her either they're going this complete spy route because i feel like they're teeing it up hard or they're going to reveal some type of information about her that she is a, like a historic lore person of the mandalorian something like that that's right actually like Not we're gonna spy we're gonna learn more i think we're, i think they're going all spy route because they did they talk about there's loyalists everywhere in the shadow console yep i don't know we will see. All right, we'll uh, see. Next time. Next time. I have more questions, but I feel like we're just... Spinning wheels at this point because we're arguing. Because we know Don's right, Jake's wrong. <laughs> Go Team Don. Oh, oh, oh. We'll see. I'm excited. Next Team Don. Wednesday. Hashtag Team Don. Hashtag Team Don. All right. Thank you for checking out this episode of Don't Evolve Me. Uh, yeah. We have one episode left for The Mandalorian. Uh, in the future, I think maybe we'll do a Mandalorian recap. Yeah, we'll do one recap. And then uh, say the review for Star Wars. This is the way. This is the way. All right, until next time, guys. Thank you.